This is the Pro AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on market scale. Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of the Market Scale Pro AV Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I am your host, Tyler Kern, and I just wanted to take a quick second here at the beginning of the show to remind you that I will actually be reporting from Amsterdam next week for Market Scale at Integrated Systems Europe. It's a gigantic Pro AV show that's going to be there in Amsterdam. And so I will be there doing interviews, uh, doing social media content, podcasts, videos, so you're going to want to bookmark the Market Scale website, uh, go to that Pro AV page, hit the bookmark button, and really make sure that you are following along with all of the content that we're coming out with there. You can also follow along on social media at Market Scale on both Twitter and Instagram. It's going to be the best way for you to keep up with everything going on in Amsterdam next week. I'm really excited to get to do some interviews with some really interesting and awesome people that are going to be there, uh, and you're going to be able to follow along with my journey. And if you're going to be there in Amsterdam, shoot me an email, tyler.kern, that's Tyler. T-Y-L-E-R dot Kern, K-E-R-N, at marketscale.com. I'd love to connect with you while you're there and uh, maybe sit down, do an interview, something along those lines. Get your perspective, get your take on the show. That would certainly be something that I am interested in. So uh, hit me up on the email there and we will uh, make something happen while we're there in the Netherlands. I uh, have never been to that city before, so I'm excited to see the city. I'm excited to see the show. It's going to be a really, really awesome time just getting to dive into the trends in Pro AV right now. And as part of that that's going to be our first feature of the day. It's ISE through the eyes of the exhibitors, really. And we're going to talk to Dave Howden, the Director of Technical Services for Community Professional Loudspeakers. We're just going to get his take on what he's expecting to see at ISE, what he's excited about, some of the big trends heading into the show. Our correspondent, Shelby Skirhawk, caught up with him and did a great interview that I think you're really going to enjoy. Just getting to see that look through the eyes of an exhibitor at what's going to go on at ISE next week in Amsterdam. It's going to be a really good interview. I'm excited to get to hear that one. Our second feature of the day is going to be a hot market corner with Robert Parsons, the vice president of sales at Taurus Technologies. And he's going to talk about room scheduling solutions. And he mentions a variety of tech, like beacons that you see in parking garages that can indicate if a boardroom is in use or not in use. But we really honed in on digital displays that are making room scheduling easier. So within that, he spoke on micro LED trends and how large digital signage for scheduling info can be a great conduit to promote company culture. So I think that's going to be a really interesting conversation between Robert and Daniel Litwin, one of our other hosts here at Market Scale, It's going to be a, uh, a great conversation there. So big, big episode right ahead for you. So without further ado, let's get to that first conversation that Shelby Skirhawk had with community professional loudspeakers coming up next here on the Market Scale Pro AV Podcast. Before the best attended Pro AV trade show begins, Integrated Systems Europe, let's talk to some of the industry stalwarts to hear what they look forward to seeing. Today to talk about ISC is Dave Howden, Director of Technical Services for Community Pro. So Dave, to start, let's talk about what Community Pro is most excited for event and tech-wise from the show. Yeah, so what community is you know most ex- excited for for uh, ISC 2019 is really the opportunity to connect uh, with a truly global audience of you know what is you know sure to be 50,000 plus attendees. 
we believe ISC uh, really brings together you know the largest truly global audience of you know any uh, any other show for the professional audio video industry. At ISC 2019, we're very excited to announce our new line of amplified loudspeaker controllers. Our three uh, ALC models will take the guesswork out of selecting the proper power level, protection, and digital signal processing for community loudspeakers. Customers will have fast and easy access to uh, settings. Our ALC uh, line is also compliant with uh, European monitoring and reporting norms for life safety requirements. We are also expanding our offering of EN54 certified speakers with the compact high output three-way R.35 3896EN model when you need a system for life safety applications. Our R35 uh, 3896EN model is likely the highest output three-way horn-loaded speaker on the market. It is uh, very applicable for acoustically challenging indoor environments where high intelligibility is a must or a variety of uh, indoor-outdoor sports venues. Personally, of the things that you've, you've shared there, what are you most excited about and what do you think has the, the greatest applications? What's most special or what's most exciting to you? You know, what's, what's most exciting to us here, you know, you know, having clear speech, you know, intelligibility or good speech intelligibility is just paramount in any of today's, you know, environments, you know, whether it's, you know, anything from a boardroom where you might just have people, you know, sitting down to, you know, larger, you know, public venues, maybe people are just passing through, you know, a, you know, a transit center, or maybe they're at, at a uh, trade fair, such as, you know, here at ISC. When you need to, uh, you know, get the message out, you know, clearly, especially in a challenging acoustical environment, whether it's due to, you know, poor, poor or moderate room acoustics or just a, you know, a very high noise floor, you know, the din of the show, if you will, you know, system, you know, the system requirements for, you know, for these spaces are very different uh, from those of, you know, a nice treated space, you know, a nice sounding room, maybe, you know, a performance space somewhere that was engineered to sound good, whereas uh, many other spaces, again, such as, you know, sports facilities or transit centers or convention spaces, you know, they're, they're engineered more, more for function. And, well, sad to say, but it's absolutely true that acoustics is an afterthought. So with our line of EN54 certified loudspeakers, we're able to uh, approach these spaces and provide uh, high-quality speech intelligibility while also satisfying uh, the EN54 norm. The innovations that we've seen then in 2018, as, as a, an industry expert, what is your take on what some of the biggest, most significant introductions or innovations were this year? Well, that's kind of that's a tough one. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of great work that's going out there, and in in our you know in our position, you know, uh, we and our customers are both benefiting from advances further up the signal chain. Amplifier technology, uh, such as our uh, ALC line, all the way up to digital transport, mixing console technology, uh, signal routing, uh, all of, all of these things upstream, you know, help us. Uh, so we're, we're the uh, we're the we're the end of the line, so we're very reliant on the entire signal chain. Uh, 
But, you know, advances in digital signal transport, you know, via standards such as uh, Dante and advances in amplification and, you know, higher density, you know, more watts per rack space of amplifier, such as in our ALC line, are leading to fewer rack spaces of gear and less labor for the installers to connect the system or the entire signal chain, if you will. Uh, the advances in system processing and, and DSP and easy-to-use software and, you know, almost most importantly, easy-to-use uh, user interfaces, you know, continues to make for, uh, you know, m more time and cost-effective installations by our customers. Less apparent to many people is how, you know, the, the audio and especially the loudspeaker uh, industry is continuing to benefit from the engineering tools, the, behi the behind the scenes stuff um, that help bring products to market faster. Uh, there's software packages such as uh, Comsol, uh, th which you know, allow us to very accurately and very quickly uh, simulate uh, the behavior of speakers in the stage and the ability to uh, simulate minute changes to a speaker system, whether it be in you know, the waveguide or simulating crossovers, whether analog or digital. It just allows uh, the engineering team to make you know quicker choices and for the first prototype to be you know much closer to the real thing than just you know, five years ago when a lot of these uh, these tools uh, didn't exist or when they were in their infancy. But bringing, uh, bringing products uh, that, you know, have excellent performance to market uh, more quickly through shorter design cycles, you know, benefits uh, everyone. And uh, along with the software side world, you know, everyone's, you know, continues to benefit from uh, just, you know, something as simple as 3D printing. You know, years ago, we wouldn't say that that was simple, but boy, today, you know, Today it is, and the ability to create and evaluate parts, you know, in software and in the real world, in the prototyping stage, is uh, really, really benefiting everybody in the audio industry, whether you make microphones, mixers, amplifiers, or loudspeakers. To uh, get into a little bit of the sausage making then, like, what are those specific pieces that 3D printing has just completely opened up as far as create very quickly and very swiftly all of this new technology? Years ago, it used to be, you know, to create, you know, a horn or a waveguide, you know, part, you know, part of a speaker system or a phase plug or something. It was a very laborious, you know, very, you know, hands-on process. And while those processes, you know, still have their place, the ability to uh, design these, you know, these 3D objects um, in the virtual world and then print them, you know, within hours and confirm the performance of those as they were simulated in, you know, software such as Comsol is just, you know, really, really making it a lot easier to uh, get things to market more quickly. But uh, probably, you know, more importantly, you know, having the ability to uh, quickly, you know, re-simulate, you know, something, adjust, reprint it, and test it possibly, you know, the same day so that we are able to, uh, take most advantage of, you know, latest, greatest engineering, but in the end, it has to sound good. 
Another thing you mentioned was being able to create systems, technologies, and and software that is still easy for the end user to be able to implement and, and put together. It's a little bit of an obvious question, but why is that so important to be able to create the very best quality products, but make it practical for the average user to be able to put together? Well, certainly two sides of this. There's the side of it that we work very closely with as a manufacturer is make it easy to work with us, you know, as a, as a, uh, you know, as, as a supplier. Um, we have, you know, our systems are very highly engineered and, you know, compared to, you know, not that many years ago, very easy to implement with the newer advances in, in uh, digital signal processing, which, you know, you know, you have to start out with spirit that you know, follows the rule. You know, follows the laws of physics first. But we are able to, you know, with various pieces of software, optimize these systems very quickly in house, and also provide the needed parts of that. You know, for the installers, you know, such as just a you know a digital signal processor setting, to just drop that in uh, to an amplifier or to a DSP, so they can realize great sounds pretty quickly and. Then it's up to the installer, of course, to optimize the system to the room. Uh, they go they go hand in hand. Some are easier than others, but uh, various software packages are just allowing us to get from point A to point B much quicker. You know what used to take a whole day uh, doing a type of measurement to correct uh, you know time and amplitude of a speaker you know can can be done maybe in a couple hours now and you can have a deliverable uh, that you can post on your site or include uh, with your amplifier DSP package to help the installers uh, quickly realize uh, excellent sound on any system on the other end of it you know after handover to a handover to a customer depending on the customer's needs and desires that they express to the installation company they may they may need to have control of the system this could range from something as simple as you know we're you know we're non we're non technical people but we need to turn the volume of the system up and down okay that's very easily accomplished with today's hardware it may be more in depth where you know per, you know possibly they they need to be able to turn on and off uh, different rooms or different locations from one central point or possibly from distributed points you know think of a you know, a huge convention space where maybe part of it isn't being used and announcements don't need to go everywhere. Or down to a, uh, you know, a, a worship space where perhaps uh, they know that services are, you know, well attended, on, you know, a couple times a day and uh, the, rest of, the rest of the week possibly, uh, you know, they don't, they don't need to have the full system on. Uh, this can go for for uh, teaching spaces also, you know, routing appropriate audio to, you know, the locations that need it at the time or room combining or room splitting. The ability to have a very easy to operate graphical user interface on a screen uh, that a non-technical person can walk up to and make and make these things happen, whether it's audio or audio plus video. There's a lot of great tools out there that could be implemented easily and quickly uh, so that customers have a very transparent experience with uh, some very you know, high-end technology. 
what are some of the things that I guess the market is craving most and, and what do you hope or expect to see at ISE that that's going to help uh, represent that? Well, I'd say easy to implement systems that solve problems. And sometimes those problems can be a visual problem. They want a certain form factor of, of a speaker system. Uh, architectural committees often have a lot to say about that. Sometimes it's an acoustical problem. Perhaps a room doesn't sound that good and they're not going to change it. Uh, they're not going to change the room. So trying to introduce uh, speaker systems that can help you know, mitigate any of these factors, whether it's architectural or an acoustical problem. And that's, you know, on the loudspeaker end of it, uh, problem solvers. You know, you know, the market wants you know, problem solvers. And this is everyone's challenge, you know, whether you're designing boardrooms, auditoriums, or, you know, lar- you know large-scale venues. And you need a product that solves the problem. Um, as manufacturers, I think we're all answering the call with innovative uh, support software and functionality to help our, uh, our customers and the installers and all the way down to the end user, you know, make informed decisions very quickly and efficiently. You know, in the end, you have to be easy to work with and so must the systems that you are selling. For MarketScale Pro AV, I'm Shelby Skirhawk. Thank you to our correspondent, Shelby Skirhawk, for conducting that interview. And to Dave Howden, the Director of Technical Services from Community Pro, for joining us there and just uh, giving us his expectations of what he expects to see at ISE in 2019. And uh, kind of looking back also at 2018, really enjoyed that conversation between the two of them. All right, coming up next, our host, Daniel Litwin, caught up with Robert Parsons, the Vice President of Sales at Taurus Technologies, and really looked into room scheduling solutions and how ProAV is really innovating in that space to make things more convenient, to make things easier, and uh, really helping out in the workplace. So I'm really excited for this conversation coming up next here on the Market Scale ProAV podcast. All right, so we're bringing back one of my favorite segments for the ProAV podcast, and we're bringing Robert Parsons, VP of Sales for Taurus Technologies, back into the MarketScale studio. And this is our aptly named Robert Parsons Hot Market Corner. Your name's in the title, so you've got to be on the segment, or else I would have just brought someone else on, right? No, you I'm just kidding. You know how to make a guy blush. Uh-huh. Robert, great to have you in the studio. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. It's good to have you in here, and always good to pick your brain a little bit as to what the hot market of the month was for Pro AV. Um, you know, let's start off light before we jump into the main content. We haven't had you in here since the holiday season. What has the whirlwind of January been like for you? Because it's definitely been a crazy first month at market scale, very productive, um, one of our best months yet, that's for sure. But that comes with um, a lot of a lot of craziness. So yeah, oh, yeah. fill me yeah, in. I think um, personally and professionally, most people are trying to start their new year off the right way with yeah. some type of resolution or many different types of resolutions. I honestly didn't even do a resolution this year. I just, I knew I was going to break it. So I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even trick myself. You know what I say to myself? Just like, 
every resolution is just about being better. Yeah. So I just try to be better. Yeah. Whatever that means to, to me in that particular day, and that's really what I try to do. Definitely. I, I'm with you on that. Maybe I'll okay, be better <laughs> start in February. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, go right. around telling people, I'm just trying to be better. Yeah, right. You, know, you don't share that information. It's just something you keep inside. Internal, internal only, yeah. So, Robert, being VP of sales at Taurus Tech, uh, I think letting our audience know a little bit of your background, or at least Taurus Tech's background, can give them a little more insight into um, why you have um, – a stake in this is the hot market of the month and how you get to really see what comes, ebbs, and flows through the market. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit about Taurus Technology um, and what y'all do? Certainly. Just on a basic level. um, We uh, started our business just a little over 16 years ago, and we were founded by a couple of gentlemen with a, a very strong video conferencing background. Nice. And they saw a hole in the market for integrators that that knew exactly what they were doing when it came to installing distance communications. So we would travel across the world and install those and built our company up from there um, with a basis of engineers and kind of expanded our portfolio. And now we're a complete turnkey provider for commercial audiovisual. Nice. I love it. So you're not creating the products, you are distributing the products. Correct, yes. correct. So we're, we're designing solutions that could encompass many different uh, manufacturers or distributors and their products mm-hmm. and building that as a package for a customer and providing the services of installing that and, and uh, support after the fact. Love it. So with Taurus Technology being that distributor, that means you get to literally see what are people buying, what are they interested in, and how is this affecting the market? How is this affecting manufacturers? Are they adjusting to uh, the trends of the consumer, of the business? So your hot market of the month that you let me know uh, is the room scheduling solution. So dig into that a little bit for me. Why did you choose the room scheduling solution and technology that powers that as the market that led in January? So first and foremost, room scheduling solutions have been around since before you and I were. Right, true. Um, But I think what we're starting to see is that there are a lot of providers that are coming out with, it could be as simple as an application Mm -hmm. that allows you as you're walking between meetings to find a space to sit down with your team and chat. Right. Um, or it could be a scheduling panel on the outside of a room that, uh, that indicates to you, okay, that room's being used or not, right. because we don't always have the luxury of being able to see into the room, right. like the room that you and I are in right now. True. Um, and so the, the reason it's the hot product, in my opinion, starting off the year is because you know people are, like we just talked about, starting their New Year's resolutions. There are companies that are putting together game plans to understand how can we be more efficient, create more productivity, and one of those plans that people are putting into place, especially at the beginning of a year, is how do we manage our rooms, right. our spaces? Right. And that way it's not a cluster mm-hmm. to, to be able to find a space to be able to meet in. Right, right. So, I mean, I think it makes sense, especially because co-working spaces and open collaborative spaces have become not just a trend, but really the norm in at least the modern office. And that means there's a lot of huddle rooms, there's a lot of meeting rooms, and there's a lot of areas that encourage collaboration. And so clearly, you want to know who's using that room, you want to schedule it accordingly. Uh, What is some of the technology that's 
powering this? I know you already mentioned um, some small digital signage, which we'll jump back into here because I think it's representative of another cool trend in Pro AV, but fill our audience in. What's some other tech that's powering this room scheduling solution? Let me start from a point that not a lot of people are thinking about. Mm -hmm. It's becoming increasingly popular for businesses to allow their employees to work from home. Right. But also give them a venue if, if, when and if they need to come into the office to achieve their goals, have a space for them. Right. Um, so desk booking is re- what a lot of people are referring to it as. You have the ability through softwares or maybe even through a physical touch panel sometimes to yeah. be able to book an office location for yourself with inside your company. Interesting. And, and that will become even more popular as the years progress. Mm-hmm. You'll find that Jan, you know, she's going to work for her regular schedule, uh, let's say Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at home. But in that Tuesday, Friday session, she wants to come into the office. Well, a good good owner of a company is not going to sit there and say, well, I don't want to pay and build an office for Jan. Right. (laughs) Why don't I have Jan would probably be appreciative. I'm sure she would. (laughs) Um, Why don't I have a bookable space for Jan that gives her everything she needs? It gives her monitors and power and a comfortable place to sit. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that that's one just small way that room booking solutions are becoming very popular. A lot of other um, things that we're starting to see, and manufacturers are coming out of the woodwork to provide this. Yeah. You know how when you've gone, have you gone to Nebraska Furniture Mart? Uh, I've gone to Ikea, so similar, okay. but okay. yes. So at Nebraska Furniture Mart over in Frisco, they have a parking structure. Yeah. And when you go in there, um, instead of, hoping that you can drive closer to the front door yeah above every parking spot there's a beacon that shows a red or green light and knowing from hundreds of yards away if you can pull up closer or not right and you'll start to see those in a lot more parking garages so take that same idea and put it into a conference room i like that and so maybe it's not even something you're going to book right but let's say Daniel's walked into this conference room and that door is solid. There's right. no way to know that Daniel's in there. Right. And you don't want to uh, interrupt Daniel and the CEO talking. Right. But now there's a beacon in the room that's showing that someone's moving around or someone's talking and there's a red light on the outside. Right. Which means we're booked Exactly. Up. Right. Exactly. And you, you talked about digital signage earlier. Yeah. So we, I was just talking with the customer yesterday, and uh, believe it or not, ironically, it's in the same building. Yeah. And they're looking for a way to have room booking solutions, but at the same time, not make it just another thing on the wall. Right. They want to announce someone's birthday up on the room scheduling panel. Right, exactly. In addition to knowing whether that room's booked or not. Right. And so we're going to use a scheduling panel that, you know, has enough real estate to accomplish what they want Mm -hmm. and give that public information, that digital signage information, along with room booking at the same time. I love that. I mean, I love that because it's not only functional, but now it's creating something aesthetic for the company. It's creating something that promotes company culture. Uh, That seems like definitely one of those secondary features of most pro av installations when you look at the modern workspace absolutely yeah so i'm glad you brought pro av back up because i think when we look at whether we're talking about a big video wall or something that becomes a scheduling solution that it gives you updates on which rooms are booked and is also a piece of company culture display some art or we could be talking a small display just right outside the door, right? That's interactive. You can input when you need to use the room or it lets you know who's in the room. I think we're seeing micro LED technology really push that forward because 
that we're sort of at a space in the pro AV industry where pixel pitch is so tight and people are used to seeing 8K, you know, people are used <laughs> to seeing the crispest video. So if you bring a Pro AV solution, even just a small little touch screen and you put it outside a door, but the pixel pitch is really wide or it's just, it just looks outdated, then, you know, why, why even do that? You could just have a whiteboard, I guess, out there, you're, right? You're absolutely right. right. If it's not inviting, right, um, then people won't want to use it. Right. And if it's not complementary of what's actually in the space mm-hmm. uh, before you ever walk in, then that's going to set the tone. That's going to set your opinion. Right. And I try to explain this to customers that have a lot of visitors that is important to set the right tone for what you're trying to relay to your customer or your visitors. Yeah. And, uh, and, and in this case, for this subject, what's on the outside of the room is every bit as important as what's on the inside. Exactly. So have you seen manufacturers um, push for more micro LED production, especially for little things like this? Uh, have you seen the market respond positively to that? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've seen where people are, are thinking outside the box and you know, sometimes a rude scheduling panel on the outside right. has, has been uniquely small, mm-hmm. you know, about the size of a light switch. Right. And that's, right. uh, that's going to create clutter in front of the space mm-hmm. because people can't read it. And so they're, they're taking that initiative to use something like a micro LED or a large format flat panel mm-hmm. and maybe even turning it into a portrait mode instead mm. of a traditional landscape. Right. Um, and giving that ability to schedule the room on the outside, but not just that room, Think about if I could look at all 28 conference rooms right. from one panel right. and not have to go to a specific room to accomplish that. The control room. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And just scroll through your room yeah. and select it. And you know, if you need approval to be able to book that space, then great. If you don't, then boom, it automatically goes right. to your Outlook solution. Right. Well, it sounds like room scheduling solutions are definitely hot this month. Um, how do you feel like they'll continue to either grow or shrink an application throughout the whole year. You know, look ahead beyond just January. Do you see Taurus Technologies distributing more products that fit these solutions? Do you see more manufacturers trying to get on board to provide solutions for room scheduling? Yeah, I think it's a market that's really not completely tapped yet. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for new providers to come out and see what's been done on these few providers that are in our space right, right. now in ProAV. Um there's going to be a real big push, especially over the next coming months. So we have mm-hmm. ISC coming up, and oh, then we, we, sure have, we have our summer shows that are always very impactful. Mm-hmm. And what the big push is going to be, in my opinion, is uh, about analytics. Oh, okay. So imagine that you, you want to understand where your business is going for the right. next two years, for the next 20 years. And does that mean that I need to worry about more meeting spaces? Because Mm -hmm. after all, when we're all trying to collaborate with one another, you're going to need to to make that happen. And so analytics can be provided through these room scheduling solutions. There are even solutions today, and these will continue to expand, that do room counting. So if you booked a space that was capable of seating 16 people and the analytics are telling you that Jan is always booking that space with 16 people, but Mm -hmm. she only has four people show up. Right. And and how is that beneficial for me as a stakeholder in the company? So these analytics will then show people what we've always pitched 
is return on investment. Right. Why would I want a room scheduling solution? What's in it for me? Well, now it's an investment opportunity because you get to know in real time with real statistics what you need. Interesting. Right. It's not just making the process simpler for the people in the company, but it's actually letting you make key decisions on are we managing our space correctly? You know, are we using up the main conference room for one-on-one meetings and we're relegating our, you know, eight to nine person key business meetings to the kitchen, right? Like we don't want to be doing that and setting a bad tone for clients or customers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. And I think it's a trend that we'll see in 2019 in general is, I mean, data is the way to reach those KPIs. It's the way to, um, to really grow as a company because how are you going to see your content succeed? How are you going to see your, your rooms managed well? How are you going to see anything? You know, your your plumbing operate correctly without having that data feeding back to you consistently. So it's cool to see that all these different industries come together in very similar ways. So Robert, thank you so much for joining us on your very own Hot Market Corner. Always great chatting with you. I'm looking forward to getting you back on in February because markets change. There's going to be a hot one each month. <laughs> Maybe we'll eat some hot wings this time around, <laughs> but um, you know can't can't uh, get sued by hot ones, even though they they've definitely perfected the hot wing podcast. So I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Robert Parsons, thank you again, VP of Sales for Taurus Technologies. Appreciate you coming in the studio. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you again to Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and to Robert Parsons for that interview. Really enjoyed that look there at meeting room technology and just how ProAV is really innovating in that space. Really interesting look there from Robert Parsons of Taurus Technologies. That is all we have time for for this week's episode of the Market Scale Pro AV Podcast. A reminder, go follow along with all of our ISE coverage that's coming out next week. Make sure to bookmark that Pro AV industry page there at marketscale.com. Also, follow us on social media at MarketScale on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me personally, Tyler underscore MarketScale, if you are interested in that. That is just on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler A. Kern as well to get all of the latest info, all of that breaking news from ISE. We will be there in person covering it. And we're going to try to give you a variety of different looks at the show. So from a lot of different perspectives, maybe also some cultural stuff from around Amsterdam as well. So it's going to be a really exciting time next week. I hope you follow along with us for all of that great content that we're going to be coming out with. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Market Scale Pro AV podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you for listening. Thank you.